podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Voices of the Vic podcast with myself, Joe Thomas. And as you can see, I'm joined this evening by Cam Smart and Katie Kirkley. Uh, we're here to discuss the uh, Leicester game, uh, which uh, will be on Saturday, uh, the 10th of February. Um, also, we're going to just touch on the Southampton defeat on uh, on Tuesday night, uh, where we exited the FA Cup in the fourth round by a replay. Um, yeah, as I say, we're going to be discussing the Leicester game more in depth, uh, obviously, after. Um, first of all, though, Cam, how are you doing this week? Good, yeah, I'm, I'm very well. I, I've overcome all illnesses and I'm, I'm ready to go to Watford this weekend. Not entirely convinced that's a good thing, but... We'll see, won't we? Um, you were in Southampton the other day. How was that, and and how are you getting on? Yeah, I'm alright, thanks, mate. Yeah, Southampton was uh, was very wet. Um, it was uh, it was a very visible night. Obviously, um, not really any positives to take from it. If I'm being completely honest, um, I will go over a few bits uh, in a moment. But yeah, overall, a, a terrible night. Um, but Casey, how are you doing? I know you were obviously. You weren't at the Southampton game, but I know you were at the Cardiff game, weren't you? Yeah, no, I'm back um, for my reading week this week, so I've been able to go. Luckily, there's been two home games, um, <clears throat> so I've been able to go to those, which, obviously, Cardiff was disappointing, and I'm not massively excited for the Leicester game, but no, I'm all good. Good, good. Okay, so yeah, so as I say, I was at the, the Southampton game on, on Tuesday night. Um, obviously, not really much... Um, to talk about from it, but obviously there was a few peculiar moments. One being Daniel Backman. Um, I still I was down by that that end that Watford were obviously defending in the first half. Um, I think you guys listened to it on the radio, did you? I know Katie. I know you did. Um, it was really peculiar because obviously there was a few corners that Southampton had. We obviously there was only one minute added on it at the end of the um, end of the first half. So there was no, no one came on uh, to look at him, assess him. There was a, a strange moment in the first half where the um, so Lumley went to kick the ball out to Southampton. Um, the ball was kicked upfield, but as back, uh, as Lumley was kicking the ball out, Backman was clearly trying to communicate something to the bench because he kind of went over. And as he saw the ball was coming upfield, he turned round and kind of slipped, but managed to get back in goal. But then after the ball had kind of been defended and went back upfield, he was communicating something to um, to Val. But obviously, you know, unknown to us, I don't know whether that was, could that have been that he had a headache rather than he got an injury potentially? What do you, what do you think, Cam, maybe? Yeah, look, I think these players, um, they know their own bodies now, don't they? And they they sort of know when they need to come off, so... Yeah, I'm not going to jump on the Daniel Backman hate train for that. Although we have seen him feign injury in the past when when the going gets tough. So yeah, look, it, it wouldn't surprise me if if either happened. I mean, the goal that he conceded right before that was um, questionable goalkeeping. I, I think I'd want him to do better there. But yeah, let's just hope it's uh, it's not too big of a problem for him. And um, yeah, I wish him well. Yeah, so uh, do you know what? Actually, I, something I hadn't actually thought of until just now, uh, obviously about knowing his own body. Um, we know he got that injury, didn't he, uh, in training, didn't he, where we thought he was going to be out for a while. I wonder whether it was a recurrence, maybe he's taken a knock and it's just maybe 
triggered something potentially, which maybe why the club haven't really said too much since. Maybe they're doing tests um, on him. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. Obviously, he didn't see the game out um, because I know we've kind of discussed previously on the um, on previous podcasts since he's last played that potentially with Hamer obviously doing so well and unless he gets an injury, that could potentially be his last game in a Watford shirt, maybe, um, if uh, if obviously Watford looked to offload him in the summer. Uh, what do you think, uh, Katie? Do you think uh, it might be the last time we see him or do you think he might get in again before the end of the season if fit? I mean, again, we don't know. Like, I, I don't really see him getting in over Hamer. I don't really see why there would be a reason, unless, like you said, there's an injury. Obviously, we don't know what really happened to Batman. If it was just concussion and he felt it a bit, bit headachey and he just thought, oh, I'd rather go off than carry on. Because apparently... Um, there was something someone said that Val had said at half time if he was okay, and he said he was okay to continue. Um, and then, sort of, you know, sometimes when people do that, and then they go down like ten minutes late because they can't play on. So yeah. you know, we don't know. It could literally be nothing. It could have just been a precaution, and you know, they take head injuries seriously in the league and stuff. So it could just be that. I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed if we don't see him again. I haven't been impressed with him, and. In fact, him going off just made Heyman play one more extra game that he didn't need to when he could have been resting. Um, yeah. So that was the only real downside about him going off. Um, but, I, yeah, in the league, I don't really see him coming back in unless Heyman gets an injury, which, touch wood, does not happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, actually, because um, obviously no one likes to see a keeper go off, whatever the injury um, but I, you'll probably know Cam. I can never remember his first name. I know his surname's Roberts, but uh, the the young keeper that we got Miles. it would have been nice. It's what? Sorry, Miles. Miles. Miles Roberts. Yeah, it would have been nice to see him on the bench. Um, and obviously, the the game was lost at that point. So it's just a case of giving a youngster minutes and inexperience, obviously playing in the first team. So yeah, it's a shame he wasn't there. But um, but yeah, other than that. Um, Obviously, the, from from a defensive point of view, the goals that we gave away were were, were very poor. Um, the effort, I thought we defended well in the first half. Um, there was very little in in going forward throughout the whole game. Obviously, Ryevich started. Um, Bio came on, didn't really offer much uh, when he came on. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a miserable night, and it's a shame, really. I, obviously. As it was pointed out in another group, though, I mean, like those players might not get another chance to play at Anfield. You know, we might not go up for a few years. Those players might only be here a, a little while and might not get that chance. So obviously, they they might have missed out. Obviously, from our point of view, it's another game that we didn't need. Um, but just from an experience point of view and player perspective, it would have been nice, perhaps, to just to see where we were at against a a Premier side, just in case there was that. Um, sneaky suspicion we might squeeze into the playoffs at the end of the season and go up, but um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the Leicester game. Obviously on Saturday, um, Cam. Um, obviously we've seen Leicester a lot, quite a bit on the telly this season. I know I've seen a lot, and Katie, I know you've been to a few games. Um, they've got obviously Daka, Bardi, uh, Madvedivi. Dewsbury Hall, a lot of players that will um, that could cause us a lot of damage. Where do you potentially see their threats coming from at the weekend and our weak spots, so to speak? 
Well, I I think the answer to that question is is probably quite extensive because their team is just head and shoulders above what we've got. I mean, they're Premier League players all over the pitch, and um, I don't think they've been particularly impressive this season in terms of you know imposing themselves on games, creating chances consistently. But they have all those players that can that can turn a game on its head, that can you know get you those moments that that win you the game. So. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if we if we look comfortable this weekend in in a lot of spells, and um, and then we just sort of, you know, can see goals here and there to to the likes of Jewsbury Hall and and Steffi Mavadidi. I think they're the two that are probably most likely to pop up with something, and then you, you've obviously got that added threat of you mentioned Daka, their great player for this level, and um, if, if that's not going to hurt you, they got players everywhere else i mean abdul fatawu i i think he's available isn't he and um he he's been a massive threat for them so yeah they really do a threat all over the pitch and um even worse i don't think i don't see how we can cope against against their strong defense because uh, they've also been fantastic this season so yeah we we're, we're up against it put it that way yeah it's it, I, I was kind of thinking i don't know what you think katie um with Norwich obviously coming um, so quickly on Tuesday after Saturday and Leicester being top, do you think maybe, do you think Val might look to potentially, obviously, I know we made seven changes to the team against Southampton on Tuesday and he'll look to bring players back in, but can you see him maybe resting a couple of potential players and giving them a bit of a, more of a rest for Tuesday? Because obviously it's a bit of a free hit, so to speak, on Saturday, isn't it? I think personally, I can see him starting with a full side of what we've sort of seen and then making the early subs where he takes like three off and it's, you know, the Esprilla, like all the people who are sort of like, you know, sometimes in games I've thought, why are you taking them off? They're playing really well. Oh, actually, yeah, we are playing in two days time. Rest them, rest them. So I can imagine him playing a like a, one of the strongest teams, but maybe we will see that early triple sub around like the 50th, like 60th minute mark um, just to rest them for that. Because I like the thing is with Leicester is like, they are really, really good. And like, I have no doubts that they're going to make it really hard for us. However, they do have moments of weakness. Like a lot of their games, they just, they are, they have clinical players. If you give them the opportunity to score, they will score. However, they don't always hold possession very well and there might be we might even like have more possession in the whole game, but it's we can't use like we can't make anything come out of that. When we are have our possession, we just kind of we never create those chances where you think, oh well, we're gonna score. Whereas like if we make one mistake or give away a silly foul, they will like punish us with that because their players are so high quality that they can sort of turn anything into a chance. So I feel like it depends how we go into it. If we go into it thinking, okay, we've got to score goals, we've got to be clinical, which is disappointing because we've not been like that in the last few games. We've not scored from open play in like seven games or something. Like it's not been very goal heavy. It makes me worried for this game because this is a game where I can see them getting a lot of goals and you know, we've got to score the goals to keep up with them, and I just can't really see us doing that. We can't defend for the whole game. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, uh, as we've said, Cam, uh, obviously Ryovic has not been 
doing enough when he's been been playing. Obviously, the the likely with uh, Bio obviously coming off the bench on um, uh, on Tuesday, he's likely to start on Saturday. It's probably it's definitely going to be the right option because, like Katie said, they do look weak in possession sometimes. And obviously, Bio, if if he starts strong with that high press, it could maybe cause a few problems for them. I mean, yeah, look, it's it's a dilemma we're going to have all season long. We're going to keep having it and we're, we're going to keep going back and forth, aren't we? Because, look, Rajovic doesn't impact games enough for me. We've we've been over it. He, does, he just doesn't do enough. He doesn't get involved. He doesn't put defenders under pressure. And I've, I've decided now I don't think he's a goal scorer. I, I don't see it in him at all. So, yeah. There, there's there's that you've got that as one of your options and then you got vacuum bio who he can spring to life and he can sort of impose himself on a game and and he can be a really good outlet at times but it just doesn't happen often enough and the last two games sheffield wednesday and cardiff we've seen nothing of bio and no i, I mean i don't you said he wasn't great at southampton either so yeah look he, he's in a poor patch as is the rest of the team and um I think we are struggling up there. So one other option that maybe we could consider is Emmanuel Dennis ready to start up front. Would yeah. that get the best out of him? I I don't think it would personally, but would it make us a whole lot better as a team? Probably, yeah, because uh, he's a quality player and he uh, he led the line well under Claudio Ranieri. So that's an option you have. But um, I personally would go with Bio, and I think he can maybe get uh, get those Leicester defenders um, sort of up against it a bit. And, yeah, he could be a really good outlet for us if he's on it. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Dennis. So I was actually just going to mention that. It's just that, obviously, we saw that Bow said that he wanted to give Dennis an extra week off and give him a chance to train properly uh, within within the squad and the side and give him some time away just to kind of get a bit more fitness. I mean, I wonder if that was what he was thinking in that, you know, Southampton, we potentially weren't going to win anyway, so it didn't really matter um, if he played or not. Did he have him in mind to start him maybe in that forward role on, on Saturday and, and, and go for it and take a gamble? I mean, that's going to be interesting to see um, on, on Saturday when the, um, when the starting eleven comes out. But obviously, in terms of like everywhere else on the pitch at the, at the moment... Um, Obviously, Andrews and Lewis both came on in the second half on on Tuesday. I, uh, there's there's obviously a lot of people talking on Twitter and on uh, various social media outlets about Watford and how tired they are and how um, how poor we're doing in in terms of effort and going forward and uh, and attacking at the moment. But Katie, uh, I'll ask you what um, do you think that the players at the moment are playing too many games and too many minutes, or do you think that we just don't look good enough at the moment as a team? I think, like, obviously we don't look good enough as a team, but there's a reason that is, and I think that is because of fitness and tiredness. If we were play, if we were playing like this and we weren't in the sort of picture congestion that we were in, I'd be going, okay, yeah, maybe there's something wrong here. But because our players are literally playing like two games every week, like for the next four weeks. That's crazy. And the thing is, is the teams we're playing against are having 
a week longer to prepare than we are. You know, Leicester will have played um, on the weekend and then they would have had this whole week. We've had to play a game. We've had to travel. We've had to do all the stuff that comes with going to a game. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, feels bad for us, feel bad for us, because obviously a lot of other teams have had to do it as well. But when we are playing the teams like Cardiff had way longer to prepare than we did, I you have to sympathise with the players and you have to think, yeah, like they are being played, they are having to play so much more than they would normally and what other teams are doing. Of course their fitness is going to be low. Our players are looking knackered after the first half even in the first half they're like you can tell they're tired they're exhausted we come out with these bursts of energy in the beginning and then we completely drop off and then that's when we start slipping up making the mistakes so obviously the performances are worrying but then I look at the Cardiff game and I think actually yeah we I thought we had chances and we probably could have won the game it was just missing that that goal scorer like there was no end product and you know, we hold the possession for most of the game. Cardiff just got that one chance and they were able to score. And we just didn't look aggressive. We didn't look high energy. We looked tired. But that is just because of the fixtures. And there's nothing we can do about that. No, um, no, I agree. And it was Southampton started pretty much similar to what Bristol City did a few weeks ago, where we started quite strong, where we looked good on the, in like spells we were getting down the wings and looked like we were going to do stuff but obviously Ryovich wasn't getting in the box so when the ball was being put in the box there was there, there wasn't or when we were getting out wide sorry there wasn't he wasn't there so the ball wasn't going in the box to have a chance I think there was one maybe that he put wide or he tried to do something and it didn't happen but um but yeah we seem to be like in these away games I'm noticing where we're starting well but obviously tiring quite quickly and then trying to defend for our lives after that and there just doesn't seem to be anything obviously Andrews and Lewis when they came on on Tuesday just looked knackered before they'd even done any running like I, I genuinely I feel bad for him but I don't see the point of what Andrews was doing on the pitch like I totally forgot he was there like I saw there was a challenge that someone put in in the it um uh, down the other end towards the end and it looked like someone was getting sent off because he was kind of walking away but he actually gave a yellow card to a Southampton player for simulation which was peculiar um, but yeah just we just look completely out of sorts at, at times at the moment um, I mean Cam obviously the midfield you know we, we've seen the midfield do a lot better with Kaimbe in the side. Do you think that Kaimbe is ready? Could be ready enough to come back into the side. And how much do you think that's going to benefit Kone and Chad Vakatsi if he is ready? Because obviously, well, obviously, we'd potentially, if he is fit, it would probably be Chad Vakatsi, Livermore, and Kaimbe. I would imagine so. Kone would drop out, but obviously, it's it's going to be huge for us if we can get him back this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think he will be back this weekend. Uh, he could feature on the bench, but I don't see him starting. And um, yeah, it would be absolutely huge if we could get him back in the squad because we are lacking that physicality in there big time. I mean, Livermore, yeah, he's a he's a good defensive presence, but I, I don't see him as sort of this uh, mobile physical threat that we need. And he's, um, he's not going to sort of go in there higher at the pitch, breaking up players. So yeah, we, we've really lacked that without KMB. We haven't been anywhere near as aggressive. And he, he's a quality player. He's got a lot of quality. And yeah, look, I think our midfielders in um, Kone, Chatvatadze and, and Deli Bashiru have all 
done well in his absence, but they just don't offer what we're missing. And having having Edo back, that's going to solve a lot of our problems. I mean, even just to get another body out there, because we are we are dangerously thin in that area. So, yeah, look, it, it would be huge, and I I really hope we can see him back. Um, hopefully on Saturday. Yeah, and, and another one actually, just as you mentioned, Tom Deli Bashiru uh, again, just dipping back to Tuesday night. Obviously, he he played that right back position again, and one we know that he gets picked apart. And there were so many times where he's out of position, and they they exploited him down that 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 side, that left hand side, and it just didn't go well for him at all. Um, I'd probably say that you know, as soon as Ngaki is fit, he's he's got to come back into that that right back position isn't he and, and take Tom Deli Bashir out and if he's going to play him play him in that midfield position because he certainly isn't a cover for for right back is he KT yeah I mean like like sort of what Cam said the more bodies we're getting back the better like I just think it is about filling the spaces not even about how good they might be and I think you know Deli Bashiru Yes, maybe he can go there as a last resort, but it's not something that we should be doing because we think it's a good choice. It is kind of like, okay, well, he can play there if needs be, but we've got two other people who can play ahead of him, but he can be there if we need it. But it feels like, you know, if you think about you've got three people who can play each position, we're already at the third level in, like, so many areas. We're not, you know, we haven't got, oh, actually, you know, if there's if there's a couple injuries in the next couple like weeks, we're finished. We're actually finished. Like we've literally got no one to cover. So I just think the more people who can come back, even like Nagakia, Kembe, it's great that they're back, more because it means they can come in and the others can have a rest. So then we can just see everyone's like full potential because at the moment we're not, because they're having to play twice as many games as the next person and I just think the more people who come back the better it'll be for the whole squad yeah completely. Just a quick word on Jeremy and Gakia sorry Joe no, um, I think he's he gets a lot of slack doesn't he and yeah he doesn't help himself getting injured all the time it's not what you need and he probably does need to find a new club in the summer but he was starting more games than Ryan Andrews before the injury and he was actually doing a really good job back there, and I, I don't think he gets enough credit for for what he does when he can play. So, I I don't mind having Jeremy and Gakia back as an option. I think he can really improve the squad, and he gives us something different because we obviously we know we've seen Delhi Bashiru there. He's been picked for that for a reason. He's been picked because he can operate in midfield, and he can drive forward with the ball. And and Gaki is not too dissimilar in, in that regard. He can sort of pick up midfield positions and take the ball on the turn. So that's what we'd be getting back, as well as having the right-back side of it sort of nailed down. So, yeah, look, it's it's going to be a, a big, big addition having him back. So, yeah, I, I hope we can see him at the weekend because Ryan Andrews, um, he, he needs he needs a rest. He's, he's a young kid. He shouldn't be playing every game and he's doing an admirable job, but he needs a rest. So, yeah, it'd be, be nice to see Jeremy back as soon as possible. Yeah, and just one other. I, I know this divided opinion in the in our group chat the other night. I was a little bit frustrated to see him. Obviously, Cam, I know you you had a counter argument against. So, I'd be interested to hear a bit more of an in depth point about it. But I was really surprised to see Wesley Hoot start on Tuesday night because he has obviously played 
um, and I'm I, forgive me if I'm wrong, you'll probably correct me, but I'm sure he's, including cup games, he's played every single minute this season. That's right. I thought with with such a heavy fixture load and how weak we're looking in central areas at the moment, that it would have been probably a sensible decision to give him a rest the other night because we've got obviously some more important fixtures coming up. Obviously, you sent a counter argument against that. How? What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, look in in this day and age, I think the left centre back and the right centre back are seen as two completely different positions. Um, I don't think a manager wants to put a right centre-back as a left centre-back. It's it's all about that sort of balance when you got the ball. It's, it's a lot easier to press a right-footed centre-back who's playing on the left. So, yeah, I don't think dropping Wesley was ever an option, and it, it points to that failure in the transfer window again to um, to not bring in that, that left-footed centre-back. I, I think it's... It's just put a lot of pressure on Wesley and um, credit to him because just talking about Ngaki, he gets a lot of slack for uh, for not playing all that much. Well, Wesley's played every minute this season, as you pointed out, and uh, I think he, he should be credited more than he is for that, really, because that, that's a fantastic achievement. So, yeah, look, it, it's I want to see him get a rest at some point, but we know that's not really possible, so... If he can keep playing, it's not as physically demanding, is it, as as all the other positions? So, I don't mind it, and it, if he's fit enough, then then let him play. But yeah, just frustrating. We didn't go and sign one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When you, yeah, I mean, obviously, they will we'll obviously. I'm sure at some point towards between now and the end of the season, we'll probably have plenty of things to say still about the window. It was frustrating as as, as fans, but. Um, but yeah, um, just uh, another thing I wanted to touch on, something I mentioned that I kind of was having a look at is our home form. Um, obviously, our form overall at the moment has taken a bit of a dip. Obviously, not for one minute. I'm not bringing this up to dig out and bow or say I want him sacked or anything like that. So please, if anyone listens, I'm not saying it because I want the manager gone. Um, but I did find it a bit of a concern when I looked <laughs> at actually how many games we've won at home, what games we've won at home overall this season and it is a little bit of a concern case isn't it that we've beaten obviously the bottom three we've beaten Birmingham in 19th and obviously Norwich in ninth position I think I said um obviously the games we've had at home you look at what games we have had at home that's I know we've had Southampton and Ipswich back to back as well so they are tough games and we obviously drew with Southampton but when you look at some of the rest of those it's really disappointing isn't it on paper that we've not actually done better yeah, and obviously, like when you when you are supporting your club, like it's not something you can be oblivious to. Like you have to look at that, and you would think for Watford, you would think their home form would be better than their away form. And you know, we have done really good away, um, sort of up until recently. And I do think the the home form is something that we have to like, you know, work on. However, I can't think of many home games where I've been like oh, yeah, that was actually a really poor performance, apart from a few. Like, I feel like it sounds bad because it feels like we're always making excuses for everyone. But every time we've, like, lost at home or had a bad result, it's because of something. Or, like, oh, the squad's tired, you know, we've had loads of home games. Oh, you know, the fixture list, whatever. And I just feel like, obviously, you should want to make home your home games count. And, like we've just not been clinical enough at home. I do feel like we have just really struggled. And I'm not really 
you, there's, I'm not, not really sure why. It's like saying, oh, well, how have we won away? Because, you know, you think, oh, well, the fans, you know. But I think our atmosphere at home has definitely improved this year since um, we sort of saw a turn in results. But, you know, you should, they, they, what they say, they say, win your home games, draw away. And I feel like we haven't always necessarily been doing that. And obviously you want to win your home games. You want to make it a difficult place to come. I feel like a lot of teams like Cardiff came and we made it really easy for them. They didn't even want to win that game, but they did. They didn't even try. And, you know, it just sends a message to these teams being like, oh yeah, well, Vicarage Road isn't a hard place to go. That's not a hard place to, they're not a hard uh, team to play. And that's not the message you want to be sending. No, I, I agree. I, like I say, I, I was quite surprised. Obviously, I, I know at one point in the season, I can't remember at what point it was, Cam, we, we mentioned that Watford had, I think, the fourth best home record in the division at one point. Um, so there was a point where we were actually doing really well. That must have been towards the end of November when there was obviously more wins. And then obviously we had the tough games come in. Obviously, I know we won the away games struggled a bit in those tough home games that we had at the beginning of December and then it got a bit tougher over Christmas, didn't it? Um, obviously, I know we've not had a single home in game in January. Um, but in terms of, like, obviously, the games coming up, obviously, we're not going to talk too much about them in depth. But do you think that if, um, if results don't start to improve, can you see there being a pressure on Val and maybe, obviously, I'm not... You know, this is the longest we've had a manager for a very long time. We're obviously not used to getting to February and still having the same manager that we started with. But can you see maybe the fans sort of turning a little bit more and the owners maybe looking to pull the trigger? Yeah, well, look, I I went on Twitter after full time on, on Tuesday and every other tweet was someone saying, you know, Valerian Ishmael this, Valerian Ishmael that. It's, um, it's really, really divided opinion for some reason. Uh, I actually think it, it's just clear cut that he's he's doing a fantastic job with what he's been given. So I, I don't see why anyone would want him out. I think a lot of the anger is directed to the wrong place. You've got to you've got to look higher up than Valerian Ishmael. I mean, how many managers are we going to sack before before we realise that that's the problem? So yeah, look, if we carry on the way we are, we've, we're very inconsistent at the moment. The run recently is quite poor. Uh, we we haven't won since QPR, have we? So, yeah, look, it's it's Watford, it's Gino Pozzo. There's there's gonna be pressure on Valerian Ishmael if we keep on like this. Um, but sacking him would be the stupidest thing they do, and it it just leave us with nothing, nothing left to support. In my opinion, there's like we we know that they're not gonna rebuild in terms of transfers. So let's rebuild with the manager. Let's um. Let's let Valerian Ishmael become Mr. Watford. But if they if they put an end to that, then I'll uh, I'll really be disillusioned again. So yeah, look, keep him at all costs, and and hopefully, I mean, I believe if we stick with him, then then we can turn around this this little rough patch that we're in. Hopefully, yeah. There's um, it's interesting yourself. Obviously, it's very divided. Obviously, there's a lot. There's a I see there's been a lot of tweets with threads in which of like gone longer than my arms where people have been listing points like some people I saw one person saying obviously you know this is the same person that picked Backman as captain obviously look where Backman is now the same person that wanted Ryovic in obviously Ryovic isn't doing anything you know the same person that's making the same subs every week they're ineffective they're not doing anything um you know there, there's a lot that he's been 
like dug out for at the moment and and people are finding reasons to sort of have a moan and complain and obviously voice their their anger but like you say i'm in agreement with you you know it, it starts at the top we've been saying for a long time that, that we we need a change at the top and um and hopefully i i don't know if i'm right in saying cam is is something happening with that i saw something in the um in the in our chat earlier on where you kind of something was mentioned is is there something going on behind the scenes where that's progressing yeah um i think the latest we got was that it sort of slowed down a little bit on the um on the investment front and they weren't too happy about all the media speculation about it but um who knows i mean it's it's a different story every day isn't it yeah yeah it is um and um yeah so kind of like final thoughts on on saturday then so um i'll go to katie first score prediction for the weekend obviously i know your is your boyfriend going on saturday yeah. is he sitting yeah. with you or is he sitting in the away no, end he's in, he got a ticket in the away end oh did he oh nice he's in the yeah. right place then good yeah he was like oh um please don't leave me there after the game he was like I know your dad's just gonna drive off if you lose. <laughs> um, no, go on. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say yeah. So, what, what do you think, like score-wise? Are you are you feeling heavy defeat, slightly optimistic? Mm, I think it's either gonna go like heavy defeat, or I think it will be like maybe like a two-one. But I could also see them like hammering us. I mean, they just beat Stoke like five-nil um at, at their ground ground as well so I can I, I was probably gonna say maybe like a three nil four nil um I just can't really see the players being up for this I can't really see them miraculously recovering from this week these weeks of tiredness and like you said I'd be sort of maybe going for it in the first half um but if it's clearly not clicking rest the players that we need for Tuesday but I'm hoping we see Dennis maybe start that gives the fire that we need because, you know, when he came on the other game um, against Cardiff, he literally was like, it was like watching a new player from the last few games. He was really, really, well, not fully fit, but he looked a lot better than he has. And I think, you know, he's he's trained for a week. He's not played. He's had that extra break. Maybe he can come on and work some magic. But if he maybe plays, I doubt he'll play the full game, but if we see him come on and maybe we see him play um, up front by himself, we don't know, but I do think he could add something to the game. So I hope we get to see him. Yeah, I think it'd be really great. I actually would really like to see him up front with, with if Bio obviously starts him with his high press, if they both can both put pressure on that Leicester back line, it could <clears throat> be quite profitable. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go for a, I, I am going to go for a defeat, I think. As much as I would love us to get something from the game, I think we're probably going to lose 2-1 in, or maybe, yeah, 2-1. I think we'll score, but I think they'll just be a little bit stronger, um, I, I think. Well, Cam, what do you think at the uh, at the weekend? Look, I think it's a game that is going to suit us, and I think Leicester can play into our hands. They're, they're going to try and dominate the game, and that will give us a, a lot of room to counter-attack, and we are good at counter-attacking. We... Um, I think it's the best way for us to score, and it's uh, it suits a lot of our attacking players. So, I I don't I wouldn't write us off completely, mm. but I do just think Leicester have a bit too much quality, and that that's helped them through so many games this season. And yeah, it's normally 
Dewsbury Hall popping all we goals. So I'm going to go with a, a 3 1 Leicester win and Dewsbury Hall definitely getting a, at least one of the goals. I, I think Emmanuel Dennis could score for us, though. As Katie said, he was a lot better on uh, last weekend. So yeah, looking forward to seeing him. Good. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh... Let's hope it's not as bad as what it has been the last few weeks. But, um, but yeah, thanks very much, everybody, for tuning in this evening. Uh, remember to hit that like button uh, if you're uh, if you're watching. And if you haven't subscribed already, please do hit that subscribe button. You get notifications, obviously, whenever we go live. Um, but, yeah, thanks again, everyone, for joining in. And uh, if you're going Saturday, enjoy the game. But come on, you horns. Sports Social Podcast Network.